Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you're back with me. I have a question for all of you. Now, of course, we, we're not sitting in the same room right now to have this type of interaction, but I do have a question for you. And if you find the time, please write me with your answer uh, and just tell me your perspective. But I want to ask you this. What are you doing to make sure this country or whatever country in, because I know that there's people all over the globe listening to this podcast, what are you doing to make sure your country uh, is ruled or is led, I should say, by uh, biblical principles, the words of the Bible? So no matter where you're at, it doesn't matter if you're in the United States of America, uh, Mexico, Canada. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of some of the places that are listening. Um, South Africa, uh, Swaziland, Zambia, Uganda, Russia, <clears throat> anywhere in Europe. What are you doing to make sure that your nation, not just your household, but your nation is following biblical standards and biblical precepts? Now, that could mean a lot of things. You know, let me just give you some ideas. I'm not trying to tell you this is what you necessarily should be doing, but it's not a bad idea. Are you voting for people that are running on on a biblical policies? They stand up for the Word of God and they want to implement biblical policies. If not, if that's... If that's not something you're taking to the voting booth when you do vote for your elected officials, then just quite frankly and honestly, you're failing. You're failing God, number one. Okay, You're failing yourself and you're failing the, the nation that you call home. We should all, especially as believers, be doing our best to make sure that our elected officials are men and women that will follow the words of the Bible first and foremost, not their own dictates, not their own wants, needs, and desires, but the word of God first and foremost. I could tell you right now, here in America, it's actually embarrassing, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's embarrassing here in the United States of America that we have such a corrupt, corrupt government right now. People that are in there, and they claim to be, you know, uh, at least most of the people in our present administration, Biden, Harris, and all of them, they, they claim to be Catholics, but they don't live by the Word of God at all. They're like the worst Catholics on the face of the planet. As a matter of fact, there have been some Catholic priests and, and uh, different um, Catholic uh, church leaders that have denied communion for Nancy Pelosi, Biden, and such, because they say, no, because of your stance on abortion and things of that nature, I can't give you communion. To which I say to those leaders, thank God there's somebody that's standing up for some morals and some values. So even in that sense, you know, the, our leaders, it, they're embarrassing. I'll just say that. And, you know, so when I go to the voting booth, the, I go with the idea of of doing my best to make sure that I vote for the policies 
first, not the person, but the policies that are the most closely aligned with the Word of God. That's why I can never vote Democrat, just so you know. I will never vote Democrat. And the more liberal uh, the candidate is, the less likely I'm going to vote for him or her, just just being honest with you. Because the liberalism, the Democrat Party, and things of that nature are miles away from the Word of God. Now, I'm not saying that every Republican... I mean, I'm really upset with the Republican Party as a whole, but there's still a few Republicans that have aligned themselves in a very good way with the Word of God, but a lot of them are just rhinos. Nonetheless, that's one of the best. Do you write letters? Do you call your elected officials? Do you demand that they uh, line up with biblical principles? Uh, If there's a rally you know, for righteousness and for those things, like say against abortion or the LGBT movement and agenda. If there's a rally saying, no, we don't want that here. We don't want abortion. We don't want the LGBT. Do you attend those rallies? Are you out there waving the flag? Like for instance, here, waving the American flag and say, that's not what America is about. It's not about pushing some sexual agenda on our children or murdering uh, unborn babies in the womb, we will not stand up for that because it's unbiblical. And because it's unbiblical, then it's truly un-American. But again, it might be a little bit different for your country, but what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you pushing the candidates that really will stand up for righteousness? Are you voting for them? Are you, you know, Because a lot of people vote a kind of a cultural thing. I won't, I won't name the country, only because I, I, it doesn't matter. It happens all over the world. But there's a lot of people that will vote for certain parties uh, simply because it's more of a cultural kind of a thing than a biblical thing. And they make all kinds of excuses as to why they went ahead and vote for this uh, party or people of that party, even though the party itself is wicked and hasn't helped anybody. It's more of a cultural thing. That's what we're supposed to do. That's who we're supposed to vote for. My Grandma voted that way. My mama voted that way. I'm going to vote that way. Uh, and, and, and that's how corruption stays. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a fascinating thing to me because when you vote for people just because it's more of a cultural thing than actual real policy, then they know they're going to get in no matter what. And they can do whatever they want to do. They can lie to everybody. They could cheat. They can just, they won't help people because they just assume they're going to get in anyways. Why? Because all of these people are going to vote for me no matter what, no matter what I do. They're going to vote for me. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I will at least name this. I wasn't thinking of the United States when I first made those comments, but it dawned on me. That's the Democrat Party. And we have so many Americans that will vote Democrat and and, and claim to be Christians, go to church, read their Bible, praise Jesus on Sunday, and then vote Democrat, even though the Democrat Party and every Democrat, okay, in office is wicked and evil and vile and lives an unbiblical, anti-biblical life and has unbiblical, anti-biblical policies, and yet... People who claim to be Christians and followers of Christ will still vote for them, which I just don't, I do not understand that, ladies and gentlemen, because we're supposed to put God first, the Word of God, and God first in everything, including who we vote for when we go to the voting booth. And again, if somebody says, well, those Republicans, yeah, what about them? What about them? Yeah, there's some bad Republicans that I would never vote for. I'm just going to be honest with you. But that's not all of them. But policy by policy, 
in ideology compared to ideology, the Republicans are light years ahead of the Democrats and so much closer to a biblical standard than the Democrats. And that's, that's not even arguable. I mean, that's anybody that knows the Word of God knows God is totally against abortion, completely, completely. So any so-called Christian that even votes for a party that pushes abortion the way the Democrats do, I'm sorry, you're not a Christian. You're not a follower of Christ. Same thing with the LGBT mentality. You're, you're just if you're going to vote for that party, you're not a follower of Christ. That's I, I'm you know I'm, I hate to break it to you, but that's just the truth. And you need to stop fooling yourself. And that's just that is the truth. You need to stop trying to fool yourself into believing that somehow, some way, you're justified in voting for a party that's anti-Christ in nature. Anyways, that's not even really what I wanted to talk about. But I was curious about that. I was thinking about this. I do want to talk about the, uh, a read an article, and it has something to do with what I just opened up with. And this is um. It's an article out of Fox News. And be, listen, ladies and gentlemen, please, I get somebody say, you should stop listening to Fox News because they're just, bra-. you know, come on. What am I going to do? Listen to CNN, MSNBC? I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't, I stayed away from all the news, all the news services, except for what I could just pick up here and there from more, uh, in my opinion, reputable, uh, conservative, Christian uh, news sources. The only reason I even started reading Fox News at all was when I started doing this um, podcast and I had people, uh, and I didn't do anything originally from Fox News. This is just within maybe the last, I don't know, maybe month, uh, not even that, couple of weeks, I think. Anyways, nonetheless, people would claim, you're just listening to Fox News. You're just a Fox News junkie. And I'm like sitting back going... I never watch Fox News. I might pick up a clip here and there from Tucker Carlson or maybe somebody else from Fox News, but that was actually very rare. Maybe one, I would spend maybe 20 minutes every two weeks uh, in Fox News or any other news source in that regard. I mean, as far as mainstream news source. And I pick up my stuff from more conservative Christian-based outlets. So it was people complaining about me and Fox News, which just was just, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> sometimes I wonder when I when I talk to people or we have some type of interaction whether or not the elevator actually goes to the top. And it's funny how all these people were bashing and everything. So I just decided I'm going to check out Fox News. I went on to Fox News, uh, what is it, dot com, and I just started reading a few things online. I'm like, okay. I can see this. They're still not as right-leaning conservative as I would like them to be, but they still have some good conservatives in there writing and producing shows and stuff like that. So I said, hey, I'm just going to use this. I don't care what people think. If they don't like it, they can stay with their CNN, the Clinton News Network, or the Communist News Network all they want. I mean, they could do that. That's fine with me, MSNBC. Come on, these new these news networks just, it, it, they're not even news. It's, it's propaganda, okay? And if you say, well, Fox News is no different. Okay, well, maybe it, I'm not even going to argue that. We can argue that at another time. But, <laughs> you know, let's put it this way. Fox News propaganda isn't as bad as the propaganda of CNN. Okay, you want to say it like that? I'll just leave it at that. So anyways, I want to get to this. This is, uh, again, from Fox News by somebody, uh, Nicholas uh, Lanum, L-A-N-U-M, Fox News. And this was produced, or published, I'm sorry, published today, uh, March 17th, Friday, March 17th, uh, 
2023. It's 6 p.m. EDT. So I guess that's Eastern time. And it says this, Tennessee library director fired over unkind pushback during Kirk Cameron event. Sumner County Mayor John Isbell said Alan Morales's firing was related to the Kirk Cameron event. So Kirk Cameron uh, is a, or was a, an entertainer, a, an actor, gets saved, serving Jesus, and now he's uh, also, compl- uh, let's put it this way, he is a conservative activist. So that what that means is the left really hates him. And he wrote, he wrote a book, or some books, a book, and he was going to do a story time at local libraries to kind of, you know, since the drag queens, you know, a bunch of men dressed as women were doing this hypersexualized drag story hour, and there was all kinds of wickedness and corruption and grooming for the children. Kirk Cameron decided, hey, I'm going to do uh, some good, conservative, God-fearing, country-loving uh, story time for the kids. Okay, if they're going to have all that garbage thrown at them, let's throw something good at them. So uh, there's this wasn't actually part of this article per se, but there was something that he said in a video that was attached to this article. He says, we were denied by 50 plus. So over 50 libraries denied Kirk Cameron. He says, we were denied by 50 plus libraries that held drag queen story hours. And isn't that interesting that these libraries that accepted the drag queen story hours and allowed men who dress like women, but, you know, um, sexually charged in that sense, allowed them to come in and read to the children. But they denied Kirk Cameron, a Christian, a conservative who wrote this book. And the name of the book is As You Grow. Author Kirk Cameron discusses the struggles he faced working with woke libraries on Fox News at night. So he talked about how he was facing these struggles, just just wanting to come in and read his book entitled As You Grow. So that's the beginning of this article. So let me just read this article. It says, a Tennessee, now Tennessee of all places. When I think of places like back in, in I, I guess you could say the South, on that end of the country, uh, I might think of Bible Belt. I might think of people that are more conservative-minded, righteous-minded, you know, things of that nature. And instead, what we found is a bunch of woke uh, liberals that that just are honestly, it's not their personal ideologies is one thing, but when their personal ideologies are being used to pervert our children, impressionable children. That's where we, ladies and gentlemen, need to draw the line. We used to say, well, what goes on behind closed doors, or in that sense, what goes on in their bedroom is their business, to which I agree. But the problem is it didn't stay in their bedroom and it didn't stay behind closed doors. Now it's spilled over into the public arena, including libraries where children are at. And now these same libraries are saying and welcoming men dressed very sexually provocative as women. They can read to children, but Kirk Cameron, a conservative Christian, can't. In the United States of America, but even in those places that we would sometimes think, or at least I would think, that are more conservative-leaning. It wouldn't surprise me if this was taking place in San Francisco, California, or Los Angeles, California. This is taking place in a, in a town called Hendersonville, Tennessee. So it's just ridiculous. So anyways, let me, let me 
read this. A Tennessee library director has been fired after actor and writer Kirk Cameron accused him of unkind pushback during a Christian children's reading event. On Wednesday, the Sumner County Library Board voted to fire Hendersonville Library Director Alan Morales following accusations related to the treatment of Cameron and other celebrities associated with the February Library event, according to the Tennessean. (laughs) The county's mayor, John Isbell, said that Morales was fired by the board in a 4-3 vote and admitted it was related to the Kirk Cameron event. Isbell's office did not return Fox News Digital request for comment when he asked to provide further details on Morales' termination. The event, hosted by Cameron at Hendersonville Library, also included Duck Dynasty star Missy Robertson and acclaimed Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines. It was held in conjunction with Brave Books, a conservative publishing company. When asked about the the event, Gaines said she recalled rising tensions when Cameron believed Morales was speaking too loudly during promotional filming sessions prior to the public portion of the reading. The Tennessean indicated that Gaines was upset with library staff during the filming because they were making noise she felt was excessive and intentional. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to jump right in there because when I first read that, my thought went to, well, you know, maybe it was accidental. But then I realized, wait, we're talking about a library. I remember when I was a kid in the library and, you know, how kids do, we just made noise, making some noise. And I got shushed and threatened uh, to be removed from the library if I did not keep my voice down, if I did not stop making noise, because that was a place to study and there's supposed to be a quiet place. So if they're filming over here, let's say in this library, and I don't know how big this particular library was, but I'm just going based upon the library that um, that we have here in our town that I've been in several times. You can go and find a corner or find a place in that library that's pretty far from the desk from where the people work. And if you're trying to film something, you know, somewhat quietly because it's in a library, the rest of that library should be almost without, you, you, in other words, you could almost hear a pin dropper. That's the way it should be. Again, I got threatened to be removed for whispering, whispering too loud in a library. So it started to make a little bit of a sense. So, you know, in my opinion, and again, it's only my opinion because I wasn't there and I don't know the size of that library. I don't know the layout. I don't know where they set up to do any kind of recording or anything like that. Uh, yeah, it didn't make sense to me that they were making that much noise that would that would um, hinder them from being able to do a good recording in a library. So let me let me um, keep going. It's not an accurate representation of Hendersonville, Gallatin or Sumner County, Gaines told the paper. I hate that it resulted in termination. I don't know if it was politically driven. There were bomb threats reported, a lot of things going on leading up to the event. I don't know if it's an accurate representation of him. So he's talking about the person that got fired. Outside, the commotion from library staff. Police say the library received 14 emails from a single account alluding to deaths and a plan to blow up the building. The man who made the threats, 49-year-old Mark Frackle, F-R-A-K-L, of Connecticut, was arrested and will be extradited to Sumner County. So some guy, a 49-year-old, this Mark Frackle, in Connecticut. Now remember, this library and where all this event took place was in Hendersonville, 
Tennessee. And there's a 49-year-old man, Mark Frackle, in Connecticut. I mean, I... I I'm, I don't know the exact distance, but they're not like next door to each other. Okay, one's kind of up north on the on the east coast, and one's a little bit south inward inland a little bit, but you know they're not like next door to each other. So this guy was sending 14 emails, single can, alluding to deaths and a plan to blow up the building. He was arrested and will be extradited to Sumner County. Now, see, ladies and gentlemen, I want to stop right there because somebody said to me just recently talking about the school shootings that have taken place over these last few years. And uh, not just school shootings, but um, those mass murders where they walk in and they start shooting up places. He says, and, and so I, what I, I referenced uh, at one point, that um, the none of those shooters that was actually on a list, somebody compiled a list, and there was a few names on there, that none of them were members of the NRA, the National Rifle Association, because... And the reason that's important is because every time something like that happens, uh, our elected officials, Democrats, on the left, liberals, the wicked ones who want to strip your rights away from you, they come out and they bash the NRA, the National Rifle Association. They bash gun laws, which is our is the Second Amendment to our Constitution. You have the constitutional right to um, keep and bear arms. Um they come against that. They they come against you owning a firearm, the ability to protect yourself and your family from home invasion or overreaching government, which is why we have the Second Amendment. Maybe we'll do a cast on that. But anyways, so none of them were a part of the NRA. None of them were in that sense, in that sense, what we would say the right, part of the right, the conservatives, Republicans, Trump supporters, it was. It's the exact opposite. They're on the left. Same with this guy, this Mark Fre- Freckle. He was arrested and wanted to blow up the building, and 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 he was threatening the lives of Kirk, Kirk Cameron and the people there that were doing a conservative Christian story time. So I, I'm assuming he's okay. Didn't say. Doesn't say it in the story. So my assumption, and it's just my assumption, I assume that Mr. Freckle is okay with drag queen men wearing uh, dresses and makeup and sexually provoc- in a sexually provocative way. He's okay with that, with those people teaching and reading to our children, but not Kirk Cameron. I mean, I don't know. Maybe my suggestion would be to Mr. Cameron, Mr. Cameron, Kirk Cameron, maybe if you put on a dress, people like Mark Frackle, from Connecticut wouldn't have a problem with you. You see, ladies and gentlemen, and by the way, that I was being sarcastic there. Please, Mr. Cameron, do not put on a dress, okay? Please do not do that. Uh, but my point is, this was not some right-winger. This was not some conservative. This was probably, I, I, I would bet money that he's not a part of the NRA, you know, and if I was wrong, well, then I'm wrong, whatever. But uh, it certainly sounds like a left-leaner to me. So you left-leaning people, you you liberals, you you Democrats that live this or re- listen to this, it's it's time. I'm calling you out because it's time that you that you just are honest with yourself and honest with your party and honest with these murderous um, people like Mr. Uh, Mark Frackle. You know that's your side. That's your people. That's your party. That's the people you agree with and who agree with you. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. No, I'm not sorry. Why do I? What do I have to be sorry for? 
I don't send uh, letters. I don't threaten lives, especially a building. I'm going to blow up a building with, with children in it. No, I would never do that. Do you know why? Because I'm a Christian. I'm a conservative Christian, and I actually love and appreciate life. I appreciate people, and I want people to live and live a long, healthy life, unlike the liberals out there. They're out trying to destroy life in the womb. And if they can't do that, let's destroy them when they come out of the womb. Anyways, let me go on. So it says, taking to Facebook, Cameron posted about the success of the event, writing, despite the rain and the unkind pushback from one disgruntled librarian, an overflow crowd of families, mayors, county commissioners, and celebs welcomed and joined us at the library in Henderson, Hendersonville, Tennessee, for singing the national anthem, Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag, praying and teaching faith in God and moral values to our kids. So ladies and gentlemen, it's refreshing. It's really refreshing to hear that one, there was, there was such a great um, show of support. As it says here, that even though it was raining and they had this um, disgruntled librarian who got fired, thank God, who got fired, okay? There was an overflow crowd, it says, of families, mayors, county commissioners, and celebrities. And they all joined them there in Hendersonville, Tennessee. They were singing the national anthem, the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, and praying and teaching faith in God and moral values to kids. Ladies and gentlemen, I so appreciate Kirk Cameron. So let me tell you, uh, again, if this gets to you, Mr. Cameron, I hope it does. Thank you. I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you because the innocence of our children is being stripped away and destroyed by the left. And they, they have no problem corrupting the innocence of our children, even in kindergarten. And if, like I've said before, and this is just the truth, ladies and gentlemen, if they cannot destroy the children in the womb before they're even born, they will certainly destroy them after they're born. And much of it is through this sexual perversion that's being pushed upon them in the name of sexual education, where they're being pushed, homosexuality is being pushed upon them, LGBT, the whole gambit of the alphabet movement, um, transgenderism, and, and you name it, it's being pushed upon them even at the youngest age in a public school system. So when people like Kirk Cameron rise up, stand up, and say, wait a minute, we are going to come up into a place such as Hendersonville, Tennessee, or other places, but Hendersonville, Tennessee, and we are going to read books and do things and lead these children in a way that teaches them how to have, uh, how to have a relationship with God, teaches them moral values, teaches them a love for the country, uh, by you know singing the national anthem, pledge of allegiance uh, to the flag, and we're going to teach them how to pray. We're going to teach them how to have faith in God. So, thank you for that. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we in America get back to this. Stop pushing perversion on our children. Stop grooming them for a life of perversion, and start building them up in the faith, building them up in morals, start building them up in a true patriotic love of country. Notice I didn't say love of government. Love of what this country is supposed to be all about. Love of such things as the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Love of family. Love of God. 
Those are the types of things we should be teaching our children. Not how, not that men can wear dresses and you know it, you don't have to be a woman to have a baby. Uh, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And it doesn't matter what the person calls themselves or what they try to convince others they are. Okay, only women can have babies, but that's for another time. Let me Let me finish this. The Tennessean also obtained emails written by Morales leading up to the day of the event in which he voiced concern about the size of the event and whether it should be moved to a nearby church. Uh, let me just stop right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you watch. This has already been floated and pushed to a degree, but this is going to become more and more and more louder, and it's going to push more, where they're going to try to push our quote-unquote religion into places such as the home and the church, and they're going to start saying, your religion can be practiced behind closed doors, but don't let it be part of the public, uh, you know, out in public. Don't share your faith out in public. Don't walk it out out in public. There was a time in our world and in our country where things that were considered perversion, such as sexual things, even, ladies and gentlemen, heterosexual things, because I don't know about you, but I don't want my kids sexualized at all on any level in any way, homosexual or heterosexual. I don't want my kids or my grandkids sexualized. Those were the types of things that were supposed to take place behind closed doors. It was not supposed to be expressed in the public view or in the public eye or in the public square, they might say. Okay? But you, you're watch, what we're watching is now there are many, and they're liberals, they're Democrats, and they're wicked, and they're evil, are trying to flip the script. We're saying our righteous religion that made this country as great as, as it is, that is the new perversion that needs to be only expressed and shown or lived behind closed doors and not in the public square, in the public eye. But we can put this perversion on display. But your Christianity? Oh, no. That's where the Bible actually talks about that there will be a time when good will be spoken of as evil and evil will be spoken of as good. And we're living that right now. Is there a way to turn it around? Yes, we all need to jump on board and start doing what Kirk Cameron is doing. Remember the question I, I began with? What are you doing to make sure that your nation is living up to biblical standards and righteousness? Well, Kirk Cameron is taking the fight right to the place where these drag queens have taken it. And I, that's why my hat goes off to you, Kirk Cameron. And those of you who are standing with them and pushing with them, thank you, Jesus, for them. And I bless them now in the name of Jesus. Anyways, it says this. Let me get back to this. Our invitation was sincere. Now, this is, uh, I believe this was Morales saying this. Our invitation was sincere to read a book during our story time, Morales wrote in an email to a Brave Books representative on February 22nd. We guard that time because it is for small children and not adults. We work hard at not promoting any agendas left or right. Following his termination, Morales said he is choosing to remain silent and does not want to add to the controversy. I am hoping now that they have fired me that the community can move on. There's not much of a point to giving my side. At end of the day, I don't hate anybody, he said. Well, that's good, Mr. Morales. That's good. A spokesperson from Brave Books told Fox News Digital around the time of the event, 
a head official at Anderson Public Library has been pushing back against the story hour all week. The event person said, A head official realized this event was going to be much more than a typical story hour. Noticing guests like Missy Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame and women's sports advocate Riley Gaines, both of whom had committed to joining Cameron at the event. The official at the library reached out to us, informing us that the story hour would not be happening on the 25th. The official said he did not want a movement coming to his library. Isn't that interesting? He did not want a movement. Okay, let's just, let's call it a movement, ladies and gentlemen, for, for a moment. This librarian did not want a movement coming to his library. Last time I checked, those libraries belong to the community, okay? It's not his library. It's the community's library. And if people from the community want to come in and do this, and they want this movement in their library, well, then guess what they're going to get or should get? And what is this movement that he disdained to the point of wanting to push back and cancel it? It was a movement of singing the national anthem, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, praying and teaching kids about a relationship with God, and how to have good morals. Does that sound, ladies and gentlemen, honestly, does that sound like a movement that's destructive or harmful? Does that sound like a movement that is there to hurt or groom? I guess we let's use that word, groom. Of course it's there to groom kids on how to be good human beings, happy human beings, human beings at peace with themselves and peace with one another and peace with God. It's a movement that grooms children on how to be adults that will stand up and fight for this nation and what this nation is supposed to be all about. This is a movement of groomers that want to groom children on how to live righteously and how to be, again, happy, whole, and at peace with themselves, one another, and God. This is not a movement of trying to get little boys into dresses. This is not a movement of trying to get little boys and girls to start being sexually active at a very young age. Why would any adult, any adult want to teach little children or portray to little children that type of sexuality if they weren't pedophiles trying to groom them to use them sexually and in a perverted manner? That's not what Kurt Cameron is doing, nor these other ones that are doing these righteous, conservative, Christian story hours. But that's what the perverts in the dresses do. I'm just telling you how it is, ladies and gentlemen. So this movement, yeah, I'm glad it came to that library. And quite frankly, I'm just going to be honest, I'm glad Mr. Morales got fired. We don't need those kind of people working for you and me in our communities. There's hurting you and me and the community. Anyways, I'm almost done. The spokesman's claimed that the library threatened to cancel the event and an official said there was too many people to accommodate. As soon as the library's board of directors and the community heard this, they were against this decision and the library staff backed down, the spokesperson added. Zach Bell, Brave Books chief of staff, told Fox News Digital, we have done five different Freedom Island story hours in various cities and we have yet to encounter a library staff quite like Hendersonville's staff. It was clear that they did not agree with Kirk's message at the library and wanted nothing to do with it. Hendersonville Library did not return Fox News Digital's request for comment. Uh, Fox News' Maureen Mackey contributed to this report, and that's the end of that 
uh, article. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is blowing my mind. This is really blowing my mind. So let's look at this. America was founded on Christian values. Yes, you liberal Democrats, it was. And you can point out all of America's sins, all right? And there's plenty of it. And you can say, if it was built on conservative values, how did we have, and you can name them, how did we have slavery? How did we have, you know, this horrible thing happen and that horrible thing, the the way we treated the Native Americans, how could that happen? Well, that's what happens when unrighteous people get into power and get into office, all right? That has, that does not show uh, that that's part of Christianity, but that does show that there were people who claimed to be Christians that did not live up to the words of the Bible or to what God wanted them to do or be or live up to. In other words, they were like the modern um, Christian, supposedly Democrat. How? They can claim to be Christians, but they don't follow Christianity. Because if they did follow Christianity, they wouldn't be Democrats. They wouldn't be liberals. They wouldn't be progressives. They wouldn't be voting for perverts and putting them in office. That's the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. So basically, we had the ancient form of the modern Democrat. The ancestors of the modern Democrat were the very ones that pushed for, stood for, and fought for um, slavery. Jim Crow, the ill treatment, the terrible treatment of the Native Americans that were here. Instead of working with them, befriending them, and finding ways to live in peace, it was those um, ancient Democrats, ancient liberals that treated them horribly. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is just the truth. And you can follow the line and the same line that was way back when in slavery in early America and the ill treatment of the Native Americans and all the negative things, the major negative things that have gone on in America wound up right here in the modern Democrat Party. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the truth. That is the truth. If anybody wants to take uh, time to actually study it out and draw the line and find the common thread, yes, that is the truth. And it's always been the conservatives, those who stood up for the word of God that have fought against the liberal-minded people, the progressive-minded people, the Democrats, if you will, throughout our history. And the same is true today. Here's something for somebody to do. Check this out. Check this out. I'm not going to bother doing this only because, you know what, I already know the answer to this, but this is what I would like you to do. Find out. I don't know if he has a Facebook or whatever, but find out this Mr. Morales. And what was his name? His name was, uh, where is it? Um, this librarian. Uh, what was his name? I got to find his name in here real quick. Um, oh, here it is. Alan Morales. A-L-L-A-N, it's his first name, M-O-R-A-L-E-S, Morales is his last name. Just, I don't know, maybe you could find him somewhere on Facebook if he's, the, you know, if it's, if you find the right one and everything. I'll, I would, if I was a betting man, and I'm not, I don't, I don't bet, but if I was a betting man, I'd put a lot of money on this, that Mr. Alan Morales is a liberal, a Democrat, or if not an actual Democrat, someone that's still very, very left-leaning, okay? Almost guaranteed. This is not a conservative. This is not somebody who's a conservative trying to put a stop to a conservative event. It doesn't work that way. This guy is very liberal, 
All right, and there, and, and so here he is trying to shut down um, this storybook hour, reading this book that teaches kids how to pray, f- have faith in God, love this country, and have good morals. And again, I'm, I, if I was a betting man, I'd bet money on this, but I'm almost guaranteed that Mr. Morales, being very liberal, very left-leaning, didn't like the fact that there was somebody coming to his library that's going to teach children on how to actually be moral and have faith in God. And that's what we've been dealing with this country in, what, 250 plus, plus years. In over 200 years, that's what we've been dealing with in in this country. And it's been the Democrats that we have been fighting against this whole time, trying to keep a semblance of righteousness in this country, trying to keep a semblance of love of God in this country, trying to keep a semblance of how it is to pray to God, have a relationship with God, and actually live a moral, a decent moral life. We've been trying to do that for over 200 years, and who keeps getting in the way? The liberals. And what's the name of the modern liberal party? Democrat, and has been since the Civil War, at least, and I think they were around even before that. Democrats. So, ladies and gentlemen, historically, if you've been, uh, if you think, if you lean, oh, the, the Democrats support me, well, then, then uh, um, all I could say is then maybe you need to go and check yourself. Go find a church, get to the altar, and repent of that evil and that wickedness, because if the Democrats um, actually support or, or stand up or have us, you know, they, they, they represent you and your views. Well, then you and your viewpoints are wicked. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. It's wickedness. Historically, it has been wicked. In the modern era, it has been wicked. And in today, right here, right now, with the proof, it's still wicked. Who is coming against a conservative storybook hour at a local library? The liberals. It's the liberals. Who wants to push, though, drag Queen story hour, the liberals. This is a, this, I mean, this, I, I don't even know how this is, is even a discussion. If I was in charge of a library or any other place and some, um, you know, somebody calls and says, hey, we want to have a, we want to come in and read a story to the children. Well, of course, I'm going to ask them, well, what book? What is, who is this? You know, um, if, if they're going to read a book like little Sammy has two daddies and we are the National Association of Drag Queen Story Hour. I would be like, click, goodbye, don't call me again. And what's happening? These liberal, perverted Democrat librarians and people in charge of these types of things are going, oh yeah, let's eat this up and let's bring it in, bring it in. Kirk Cameron says, hey, we want to bring, we want to come in. Oh yeah, please, what are you going to read? Oh, we're going to read a book about how to have good morals how to love this country, how to be just good citizens in this country. Well, who are you? Uh, my name is Kirk Cameron, Brave Publishing, and we represent, we're a conservative um, publishing company. Oh, we don't want you. We don't want you. Matter of fact, we're getting death threats. Somebody wants to blow us up. Somebody, Ladies and gentlemen, this is just mind-boggling to me. It really is mind-boggling to me how things have shifted in America. And we've got to get back to our roots, our Christian conservative roots. We've got to get back to morality. Okay, maybe you don't like the the idea or the word Christian or conservative. Let's put it this way. We need to get back to morality. We need to get back to a time when people understand that murder is murder, including when it's murder in the womb. It's still murder. It's still wrong. It's still evil, and it needs to stop. That there are certain roles that males 
are supposed to live up to in our culture, society, and the home. And there are certain roles that women are supposed to live up to in our culture, society, and home. And let's, you say, well, no, no. What women still have the children. Let's face it. Women are still just better at having children. Men tend to be a little bit physically stronger than women, so they tend to be better providers in that sense. And women still because they're more nurturing and have a, a, a place for, for uh, you know, that the ability to nurture and to raise up and to be there, they make better homemakers staying home with the children. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you could call this old-fashioned. You can say whatever you want. You can call me all kinds of names. It doesn't matter. That's just the truth. That's, uh, that's even a biological truth, a psychological truth. There are some exceptions, but there's very few exceptions. Okay, so... Seeing as though that is the truth, then maybe we should get stepped back into these normal roles where women are at home taking care of the children, building the home, taking care of the home, nurturing the children, raising the children and such, wearing the dresses, having the babies. And the men are out in the trenches fighting wars, uh, working hard to, as they would say, bring home the bacon and make it that work. Now, listen, again, I'm not a purist in this in the sense of that's the only way it's got to be, okay? That's not the only way it has to be. But generally speaking, it's not a perfect science, it's not 100%, but generally speaking, that just works better and it has worked better. So why are we going to trash what has worked literally for hundreds of years, helped to make this country great? Why are we going to trash it now um, for the sake of a few select uh, liberal pansies in our society that say, no, a man could wear a dress and a man can have a baby. No. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we just get back and, and just get back to some semblance of common sense, some semblance of, of um, psychological and biological common sense. You know, it, it's time that we just get back to what really works and what really works in this country is our founding, our founding ideas and ideals set in and can come from the Word of God, the Bible, whether anybody likes it or not, even atheists. Listen, but what cracks me up as well is atheists are reaping the benefits of the Word of God and a relationship with God in a country that was founded in the Word of God while they're trying to bash the very Word of God that gave them everything that they have, even as atheists. Isn't that strange? So they should. I mean, even atheists that have three brain cells or more working, I should say, they should even understand that um, whether they believe in God or not, at least the words of the Bible still stand true, stand the test of time, and they work. And that's what we need to get back to. So, Kirk Cameron, two thumbs up. If you could see me, I got two thumbs up. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, and um, everybody that's been working with, with him, I saw a picture of, was it Kofi Anderson, uh, a great singer, you know, people like that, these other celebrities and such, uh, Duck Dynasty. You know, when it, when Uncle Sai shows up and he's acting all crazy, I'll be there because we connect. Anyways, um, but thank you. I, I so appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you're doing. And you ladies, I so appreciate what you are all doing. And I appreciate that you're standing up. And in this case, you're standing up even in the rain, but you're standing up against threats. You're standing up against um, potential violence against you and, and the places that you go, and you're still doing an excellent job. And you're standing up, even though people like this, Alan Morales, was doing everything he possibly could do to shut you down or make it uncomfortable enough for you guys to stop doing what you're doing or not do it very well, and yet you still did it. You did it with excellence. 
I appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing. And those children and those parents, but those children, whether they realize it or not, are going to be so radically blessed and affected in a positive way that when they hit my age, which is the beautiful age of 56, by the time they get my age, whether they remember or realize it or not, much of their development in truth and in righteousness can be traced back to that event and events like it. So again, thank you. Thank you. For the rest of us, for the rest of us, and it doesn't matter where you're listening to this in the world, but for the rest of us, it's time that we rise up. It's time we start doing these types of things. Grab a good, Bible-based, conservative, moral children's book. Call your local library and say, I want to come in and read this book to these children and set it up. Let's do this. Let's, let's train and teach the next generation so we won't have the problem. They won't have these problems to deal with when they get older. This is just so ridiculous. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters. Give me the bad letters. Tell me the great things I'm doing. Tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.